All right, folks. It is the moment you've all been waiting for. Weeks have gone by. The suspense has been palpable. We're ready. We are in the round of 32 of the director's bracket. Now, I just want to point out our Hold dear. Hold on. He, he'll go to Popeye's, but he won't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> our dear friend Cameron, before we started recording this, said, oh, well, most of these are pretty easy. So I'm already upset. <laughs> I'm already upset that that was said with 32 people in this bracket. Um, but I'm just ready to start rattling. Off. And for just to clarify for everybody, Eric is still here with us. He's going to be on this segment. He will be hey, Eric. sharing his thoughts on these matchups. He will not be voting. It is still just the three of us voting on this one. Hey, guys. <laughs> All right. So, um, what is, what is the difference between that and that? Okay. We ask the tech questions well, later. Listen, is... we got a brack to go through here, guys. Oh, I don't know how that We got to burn through these we're real fine. fast. So, not real fast. We'll have some discussion. Are we good? Is everything yeah, good? We're, we're good. Okay. So, we're this fine. So, can you, are we good? Are you going to stop yeah, asking no, questions? No, we're good. We're good. No, so, just... the very first matchup in the round of 32, it is Edgar Wright and Christopher McQuarrie. Joel, you start. Um, Picking between these two, again, it, you know, it's tough to to line any of these directors up. But at the end of the day, I'm just going to come straight with my answer. It's it's Edgar Wright. Yeah. I would yeah, agree. No, I, I would agree. I disagree. Um, Christopher McQuarrie is uh, one of the best action directors out there. Um, Mission Impossible 5 and 6 are the uh, two of the best action movies ever made. I'm, I'm actually shocked you're going with this choice. I thought you'd be Edgar Wright because he has a way more specific style and he's made more movies that are like, yeah, I'm actually kind of shocked. Yeah, see, everyone thinks I'm pretentious. Hot Fuzz, right? Like Hot Fuzz. Yeah, I'm not a and fan then, of those movies. Uh, okay. Um, I'm... They taste like plastic. Yeah. Um, I'm disappointed you guys are choosing uh, Edgar Wright. Here's the thing. It is, and not to cut you off, but at the end of the day, again, we will pound this like a dead horse. Wow. <laughs> wow. We will wow. beat this like a dead horse. Joel's. He's, Joel's. Um, That's what we're going to do after this. Uh Again, we're picking our, our favorite or like essentially, you know, whose movies would we really rather be watching? Okay, so and that is me, that the underlying... Yeah, and like for me, again, Christopher McQuarrie's movies are fantastic. Like you said, Cameron, top tier action films, yeah. right? But between these two, like Eric said, for me what stands out is Edgar Wright having such a distinct style. And not that oh, McQuarrie doesn't no. have a distinct style, but Edgar Wright's... You watch an Edgar Wright movie and you know right away that's an Edgar Wright I think yeah, McQuarrie... You know, did, you know it's McQuarrie's I dis- movie. I disagree with you no, on no, that. No, I don't think no. he has that standing he yet. I give him total big points for revitalizing the, the Mission Impossible franchise. action is unlike most action directors. Did you see the Tom Cruise Jack Reacher movie? No. He directed that. Okay. That was like his first director. So like what I'm saying is he had, doesn't have as much. So like, yes, he's revived. And you can even say Brad Bird revived Mission no, Impossible. No, Ghost Protocol was not that good. That's not him. Uh, Brad, Brad Bird. Bird. No, Mission. No, no, it's J.J. Abrams. No. Right, yeah. first, off, first off, first off, you're wrong. Ghost Protocol is great. Secondly, I just think if you're looking at their filmography... And how much they've directed, and if you throw these movies in front of the mass audience, I think a lot of people are going to be like, "That's Edgar Wright." I don't know who that person is, okay. and that has nothing against Christopher because I think he's good. First name basis, but 
but Ninja's I just don't think he Rogue Nation. That people Fallout. I mean, yeah, that's it. But that's that's the last two years. He didn't direct it. He directed Maverick. No, he didn't. No, no. This is Cameron knowing more about the industry. This is a semantic that we established early on. If you are not the credited director, it does not count. Uh, part of your he portfolio. Wrote, he helped come in and write part of the script. He did not direct it. He didn't it. get credit, but he directed. You don't know that. Mm-hmm. You don't. Don't mm-hmm. be. Don't be smug about this. <laughs> you don't know that. Eric's never looked more like Josh Gad. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're totally discrediting the person who's credited as the director in that yeah, movie. All right, yeah. so Edgar we might go to Bob tomorrow. Well, this this yeah, this one, this next one, I think is gonna go fast. It's Michael Bay and James Cameron. <laughs> Michael, Michael Bay, Bay. James Cameron. Now, Michael, no, to, like we do, we always want to say a little piece for the people that get eliminated. Michael Bay, he's a person that has a place in the industry. Oh, yeah. It's just not a place that a lot of us want to go to they're, that often. They're entertaining as hell, and there are days Ambulance where I'm craving a, a Michael Bay movie. Um, but when you've got James Cameron working for 16 years on a movie or 14 years on a movie, it's like I want to see that. Did you guys? The Rock is amazing. Did you guys see that? Dwayne Johnson. He was okay, and uh, what is? I don't know, can't even name any rock movies. Pain and movies. Gain. Pain and gain. <laughs> he was good in Pain and Gain. Yeah, actually, that's the Michael Bay movie. Yeah, that oh, one's good. Oh, okay, I see you're relating it to yeah. Michael Bay. No. I, I thought he was. Just, I thought he was just trying to find any. No, I was trying uh, to for the Michael audience. Bay. I'm talking about The Rock with Sean Connery um, and Nicolas Cage. Yes. Welcome to The Rock. Did you guys see that they released the uh, the runtime for the new Transformers movie? No, it looks so. It's gonna. Fall. Yeah, it that looks movie looks terrible. great. It looks. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's Beast Wars. Beast Wars looks awesome. Robot. Anytime but, that trailer um, premieres, I look at the audience and people are like, "Wow, they're still making these." The runtime stands up and turns around. The runtime for that movie <laughs> is one hour and fifty-seven minutes. One hour and fifty-seven minutes. Great. Yeah, I can see. It I twice. might go see it. Yeah, I can see it twice. I might actually I mean, go I'm see that go, movie now. I'm gonna go see. All right, first off, James Cameron wins this one. Also, 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 Michael Bay is not directing this Beast Wars Transformers. No, I know, movie. I know, he's not. I'm just no, that's it's why it's for Macquarie. That's why it's an hour fifty seven minutes, not two hours and forty five minutes. Um, again, Ambulance could have been another hour long. Ambulance was a great movie. Eric and I had a great time. Seeing I it. love Ambulance. Man, when that like the organs are like squirting blood, that was something. it hurts a lot to kick out the guy who directed Armageddon, but it's the right call. Yeah. Um, all right, so here's this one. <laughs> okay, Guillermo del Toro, Alejandro Di Inaritu. Oh man, this is gonna get hard. Um, <laughs> I was actually thinking about Alejandro. Can I can I actually say my piece? Say um, I think Guillermo del Toro is extremely overrated. Oh wow! Um, I don't think his filmography is that strong. I don't think he's made enough movies that I think in fifty to hundred years, like, are people gonna look back and be like, "Oh my god." Um, Pan's Labyrinth really is the only movie, and yes, you have the Hellboy movies. I don't think the Hellboy movies are that good. They're I just think the most recent Hellboy movie. Yeah, I agree on that. But I just I feel like once again, I feel like it's raising canes all over again. It's like <laughs> with all the hype for for this for the I just I don't know. I've Shape of Water. I watched. And I was like, is this really winning Best Picture? What are we doing? That, here? That's not that's not an Eric movie for sure. I just don't think he's that. I just don't like the movies he's made. I don't think he deserves the hype that he's gotten for the movies. Um, and the other guy, I think, Bird Birdman. The other guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not going to try and pronounce his name because it's going to go horrible. Um, Were you not going to finish your thought? Uh, uh, no, oh, I think this is this is a very interesting case with these two because it's really... both Mexican. I feel like it's... And I don't, I don't want this to be like... I, like 
it feels like a quantity versus quality thing, but I don't want to say that because I don't want to act like Guillermo doesn't have quality films because he does. But, but he's been working in the industry for so long. He's made so many projects. Inurito, he hasn't done a lot stateside yet, but what he's done is like majorly critically acclaimed Oscar winning films. Like it's a very difficult matchup because they're separate sides of the spectrum here. But if I had to go with somebody right now, I'm going to take Inurito. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I might, I'm curious to hear what Cameron thinks on this. I think I might lose out on this one. Um, I love Inuritu. Like you said, absolutely. He's a master. He's a master. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think he's earned that, right? Like you said, he may have not had as much, you know, U.S. U.S. success. Yeah. He has had some, um, but when he has success, it's big success. Right. Um, but the films he's done have just, they're, they're masterfully crafted. Mm -hmm. But that said, I think the sort of whimsical nature of Del Toro's films, yeah, uh, similar to what we talked about with Edgar Wright, he's got you know a distinct. He style has a style, yeah. He's a Tim Burton kind of. Yeah, vibe it, it, he has him. that kind of aura of like this is a Guillermo Del Toro film, kind of quirky, kind of creepy. I, for one, Eric, I think we've said this on the show, God knows how many times, but the instant uh, Shape of Water ended, I turned to my friend and I said, "That's winning Best Picture." Because I just, I just, it, I love that movie so much. It felt so good that I was like, that, that's winning Best Picture, 100%. Um, it, was a, it was an interesting year that year, too, it was with the contenders. It, nobody really knew who was going to win until like a day or two mm -hmm. before it was starting to come out. Um, but for me, again, it, I, if we're if I'm voting for my favorite director here, as much of a, of a legend that Inuitu is, I, I'm going with Del Toro. So. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I'm curious what were you looking so at while we, while I was we, just looking at their filmography I figured that's what it was yeah we're yeah. looking at their filmography um, how do you say these two directors names again <laughs> he, he's like the Birdman guy. Guilermo. <laughs> Guilermo. Look, the Jimmy Kimmel guy look I'm extremely white so, um, so I apologize so um, obviously both of these are very uh, both of these directors are very talented, both in their own way. They do have their very, th their unique style. Um, and I think both of them really stick to that style. Like you said, um, Guillermo del Toro's was very kind of a whimsical style. And I think uh, Inirritu uh, is more of a kind of surreal Right, he has this very heavy surrealism to it. Um, obviously, Birdman was very surreal. Bardo, from what I've seen, it seems very surreal. Uh, the Revenant, uh, I would, I would even say that that has a little bit of surrealism uh, to it. So both have very distinct styles, um, both very, very talented. But at the end of the day, uh, this is who whose movie would you rather watch? Um, <clears throat> now, Guillermo del Toro. He's his his filmography is not perfect in my opinion. Nightmare Alley was a total slog. That's a tough movie. Don't yeah. understand the the like the Oscar buzz. The around Oscar it. buzz around it. That how movie, dare you? That was shot in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> that movie was I enjoyed so it. boring. Oh my god, I wanted to turn off that movie so bad. Um, but I'd still I, I I'd still go Pan's Labyrinth, um, The Hellboys, um, Shape of Water. Pinocchio, I would rather go with Guillermo del Toro. Shit or get off the pot. I said that right after you gave me the answer. As he finishes. <laughs> so, all right, so uh, that was a highly contested battle. Um, but it would—I mean—it was a good conversation. I think uh, 
All right, so we got this next one here. Denny Villeneuve. Oh, I just wanted oh. to say real quick, uh, Inaritu is uh, incredibly talented. and. Oh, because so something that no one else said that entire well, time? Well, no, just because I... <laughs> Fuck you, go. <laughs> Denny Villeneuve versus Paul Thomas Anderson. I'll start off. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah, no, this is this is... You guys know my thought on Paul. I didn't even vote for him last uh, last round. Uh, I voted for Noah Baumbach, and I got beat out, which is bullshit. But um, yeah, no, Denny. I would say, I would say Denny's probably in my top three uh, living directors right now. Oh yeah, easily. So, like I would, I I would yeah. say that I honestly feel lucky to be alive to get to see his movies. Mm-hmm. Like, to be perfectly honest. Like I've like, if I were dead before Denny Villeneuve started directing movies, I would just want to be dead forever because I just oh, want to be dead forever. I've never seen a director do the things that Denny Villeneuve does. Like every movie he makes makes me want to shit my pants in the theater with how good it is. So with that said, that I'm going to go with Denny as well. Uh, Eric, before I give my vote, even though he's already won, um, uh, it's definitely Denny. And I think, uh, I don't want to like say he's Spielberg like, but he's just such a very good visual director. That like any movie he directs. Vis- oh, I want to go that oh, far. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Cameron, don't don't get me started, my friend. Um, <laughs> I, I, can I can I yell at him? <laughs> yeah, what you, are the we rules? do. We do. Yeah, go ahead. You're not going to be on any more of these, so if you want to make your peace with him, please. Spiel, nobody. No director in cinema has had this the the financial success. Uh, just We're, we are seventies. Is in this okay. Show. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll hold. I'll hold. Um, but no, Denny's definitely in, and I do agree. I think he's one of the top living. Like he's definitely a top five director right now. Dune Dune was okay. I think it has more to do with the script than the visuals, but but most of everything else was great. Dune is amazing. I'll say that. Okay. Cameron saying a movie is amazing about a director he creams himself over. It's like a free space in bingo. Yeah. Same mozzarella sticks. I, I'm, yeah, I, we know they're good. I'm curious. I, I'm curious. What's your favorite uh, uh, Denny film? Probably Sicario. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. That's a great answer. I would answer. say that's probably my least favorite. That tracks. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure Cameron yeah. does not. He does not like Didn't we talk about that with the I game think, we played? I think Arrival is my favorite. Arrival, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, Arrival. But Sicar- Prison- I think Sicario is awesome. No I one love talks about Prisoners enough, though. I'll That's say. Awesome, Prisoners, also, also great. Good, yeah. yeah. Um, Denny would be nothing without Roger Deakin. So. I, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I agree. Yeah, let's leave that in. Yeah, 100%. Um, he didn't even do the cinematography for Arrival. So. Uh, no, he did uh, Prisoners, though. And... Did who did Arrival? Was it also Greg Frazier? We can look that up later. Um, we know Arrival yeah. is gonna is my favorite Denny film. That said, um, here I would pick Denny Villeneuve. I mean, we we really um we glossed over PTA on this one. I just don't think we might just be the wrong show to talk about PTA. PTA's oh, okay. a Brad specific Brad taste, and I don't really think he's that. It's like plastic. <laughs> He's like an A24, you know, like very specific. Like you have to like PTA. his type of movies. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, he is so... PTA is so hit and miss for me. Um, I just... His movies just don't connect with me. PTA is a very talented... 
I didn't say that. I didn't say they were garbage, Eric. See, I, I love I love uh, licorice pizza. I love the, um, Phantom Thread. Uh, can't stand the Master. Can't stand Magnolia. Um, boogie Nights. You don't like boogie don't nights. like Boogie yeah. Nights. But he does have you know he makes the movies very specifically how he wants and uh, you know respect to him. I for respect that. him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I'll echo a lot of what Cameron said. I, I think it's a very dis- uh, specific taste. Um, I like some of his stuff, but there's some of his stuff that just isn't me either. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You ready okay. for the next one? Yeah. So the next one is Martin Scorsese and Sam Mendes. Uh, I'll give my answer first, and then if Eric wants to jump in, um, I Sam Mendes is a kind of a sleeper pick for me in terms of like I actually really like Sam Mendes' films. Um, but Martin Scorsese, you can't. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cameron, tread lightly. Do you want to go first, Eric? No. Martin Scorsese is the best living director in my opinion. Um, There's argument to that. There's argument to that. But I do agree. Martin Scorsese wins this this one. Yeah, he uh, he handles all... He's not my favorite director. I think he's the best director, though. Um, He handles all of... There is not a single Scorsese movie that I think is not good. The scene Hugo... Hugo is nominated. You don't like Hugo? I Sorry, like I just ripped the mic out of Cameron's I hand. You, I don't think I've seen it. Hugo was so. nominated for <laughs> best movie. Hugo's a fantastic yeah. family. It's, it's it's like a children's movie, but it's not a children's Hugo movie. Hugo is a fantastic family. <laughs> I was going to say a family film, but um, yeah, no, for me, uh, Sam Mendes, uh, his work, I, I'm not a fan of, what was it, American Beauty? Was that what it was? Yes. Yeah, yeah that was not a fan. Not a fan of that one. Um not a fan of 1917. Oh, I love 1917. Uh, I was going to say that. I remember specifically Cameron got a 1917 was like, what a disappointment. He got mad. He got mad. When I had 1917 in my like top 10 of the 2010s, Cameron was like, Um, wow, that's a weird pick by you. Do love Skyfall. Hold on. Skyfall's a great movie. You had 1917 in your top. Ew. Watch more movies, bro. But this is... I am not the one at this table you need to say that to. <laughs> this is very obvious that Marisco says he wins. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's, my vote doesn't count, but I, I, I would have gone with Scorsese. Yeah. I would go with Scorsese. I do want to say we are kind of doing this a little backwards. We probably should be having Eric give his thoughts first. The whole point we can do is that, that going forward. Yeah, I think the whole point is that he's supposed to like give us more yeah. thoughts that maybe we didn't think about. And we've just oh, we been got, coming in. We voting, got plenty so. of good matchups left, yeah. so um, so we're good with. Uh, I mean, yeah, Scorsese moves on. Yeah. So the next one we have David Fincher, Baz Luhrmann. Um, they're both very distinct in their style, and and the type of movies they direct and make. Um, I'd probably go with David on this one. I like more of the type of movies he's made. Uh, I mean, what does Boz really have? Like, Elvis was eh. It was all right. Wrong. Um, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Uh, Wrong. Uh, that um, movie sucked. I saw Gatsby in theaters. I think I had to, like, leave the poop at one point. <laughs> I never went back. <laughs> no, I did go back. That movie um, sucked. But I just think, I think David's just, I think he's. What's your he's favorite Fincher film? Um, I like Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Interesting. I actually haven't seen that one. Seven. 
Seven's my favorite Seven. Fincher film. I, I would like to I would like to kick this one off if you don't mind. Yeah. Um Fincher's one of my favorite directors working today. Um I think just I mean, I know Baz has like he's got we talk about directors that like have a style. He has the biggest style of styles. Like, like combat, it, yeah, it's a lot. Like and like Elvis was a movie that I enjoyed, but there's there's a lot going on in his movies, not to the detriment of them, but with Fincher's movies, I just feel like anytime I'm in the world that he created, I am just so like immersed in what is happening. I'm not thinking about any like goofiness or weirdness or anything that's going on. Like when I watch Zodiac, I'm like sweating watching this movie because of the AC not working. Um, but what I what I really want to say about Fincher is like I I might get some pushback on this one. I just really don't think that guy's missed yet. I just don't. I mean, Social Network is a masterful film. Masterful. Um, it's probably his best movie, but there's arguments. There's a lot of arguments for what his best movie is. I think my favorite out of all of his, I do, Kate, uh, ben, I do like Benjamin, but I think Panic Room. I really like Panic oh, Room. Yes. Yeah, Panic Room's fantastic. So, um, yeah, I'm going Fincher on this one. Did no you vote, doubt. Cameron? No, no. I was the oh. first one to vote. Uh, yeah, Fincher, 100%. And I love Baz Luhrmann, but I go, I'm going Fincher. Yeah, so um, obviously my vote my vote doesn't matter. Matters um, to me. Baz Luhrmann is great. Love Moulin Rouge. Yeah, uh, Mad- love, Moulin Rouge is my yeah, favorite of his I, movies. It's, I think it's a, it's his best movie. Um, Elvis is great. Elvis really surprised me. I also me. like Elvis. Yeah. Uh, Romeo. He's Juliet, Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, we but there's put the little crispy sweater really on. No, we do the little dance <laughs> and the song for the for the cut. Uh, <laughs> there's really no question here that David Fincher. Uh, is better or at least I, my favorite. I would choose him. My favorite moment in film in 2022 is my impression of Tom Hanks and Elvis. Um, <laughs> my favorite Fincher film is Zodiac. It's great. The movie is flawless. Yeah. It's so good. It's a three-hour movie that just rips through. Yeah, yeah. The editing, the pacing, the writing, the mm. acting. Oh my god, that movie is amazing. And like the fact, I think the crazy thing, I love that movie that like they've never found who the Zodiac killer really was. Yeah. The at the end of the movie, immaculate. you're like, you're like, oh, so this is the guy. Mm-hmm. They really, really do a good job of making the case. Obviously, we don't know if it was him or not, but uh, yeah, love Zodiac, love Fincher. He's okay. my choice. So, so we're we good. All right. Yeah. All right. This one, uh, this one could get interesting. Jordan Peele and the Coen brothers. He's struggling. <laughs> okay. So. First off, I want to just preference that I did a, my own bracket for this. And when I did the bracket, I sat down with three of my close friends who I went to film school with. I lived with one of them. And we all sat down and we kind of like did a like, what director do you like more? Also, like, what do you think audiences would like more? And so we kind of like had a mix of different things. So I fucking hate the Coen brothers. <laughs> um <laughs> I I think their their movies are extremely overrated. I think I think they're good filmmakers. I think they're good directors, but like like I think I think uh, the Oscar world and the film world and the c- cinema people put cinema them people. way too much on a pedestal. Um but the argument to this though is like all right, if, if I want to pick, I'm going to go with Jordan Peele cuz he makes movies that are more in my bucket and more down my lane. Um, but then if you're going to go with like looking back on history and like everyone, there seems like a lot of filmmakers love the Coen brothers, but I'm going to go with Jordan Peele cause he makes movies that I want to see. And he's, he's kind of has a Spielberg and M night Shyamalan kind of feel to him. So I'm going with Jordan Peele and I'm going to pass the mic on to Ryan. 
Eric, um, just before we move on, and this is going to be a big point that I make in this argument, Jordan Peele, three directed movies. He's three for three, right? Yeah, I would say he's three for three. I think, I think, I didn't, oh, let's see, this is going to just open a can of worms. I'm not a big fan of Get Out as much as some people are. I found the first maybe 45 minutes to an hour of that movie very slow. Um, and I think the ending of that movie is just like too quick. Like he kills the entire family in like 10 minutes. I don't know. There's issues with that movie. I think the movie was a big hit because they weren't ready for Jordan Peele to direct something like that. And it just kind of blew up in social media. It's a good movie, but yeah, I would say he's three for three. Yeah, I I would agree. I've Jordan Peele is a director and he probably doesn't get credit for this like some of the others in this group do he's an event film director when he releases a movie everyone well everyone that is a like a film buff like ourselves and the casual audience now thankfully they go see his movies like i know nope maybe underperformed to box office expectations but i think it's just because they maybe they were just confused by what the movie was and didn't really know what they were going to see um but i uh i i think I'm the Coen brothers. It feels like they're just directors that kind of time passed on me. And I just never really attached to anything that they did. Um, so it might not be fair, but I think, I think peels where I'm going to go here. Um, yeah, I, I like the Coen brothers a lot. Um, I wouldn't say I love the Coen brothers, but I do enjoy their movies. Um, they've got a fantastic filmography, uh, but that said, and I haven't seen us. I, I've seen parts of us. And, We're right you here. Know, yeah. Uh, but both Get Out and Nope. I think I like Nope the most out Nope's of the group, I think. my favorite of the group, yeah. Um, but I really like what Jordan Peele's doing. I think he is still establishing himself, but he's given himself such a solid base to start with. And right now, like I would be more excited for a Jordan Peele movie coming out than it would be a Coen Brothers movie coming out. Um, and so I'm going to go with Jordan Peele as well. Yeah. So, um, Oh Brother, Art Thou, one of my favorite movies. It's a great film. It's so good. It's so good. Big Lebowski. Don't like also, it. Uh, I, I I like Lebowski. <laughs> I hate that movie. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was pissed off because I didn't like it. He was about to rip me a new one. That movie. Uh, that movie fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, and it's not funny. Yeah, no, it's not funny. It's, um, some of the Coen Brothers stuff I really like. Some of it I don't. Hail Caesar, not good. Burn After Reading? Um, I've seen that one. See I think that, that one's that pretty one. good. I didn't yeah. see that. Um, and you know the interesting thing is that Jordan Peele, you guys all talk about, you know, you say that he's three for three. I only like Get Out. I mean, I'm, I think, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, like get out. Like I'm with you on like, I don't think us, I think us was a fun movie to watch. Yeah. When you start thinking about that movie, it just fucking falls apart. And then Nope, the movie for me with Nope is like the middle of that movie. Yeah. It's fantastic. When they start trying to get images yeah. of the UFO yeah. and they cut back to the ape stuff, or the chimpanzee, that, that is what I want. Yeah. The ending to Nope is kind of falls apart for me. I 100% agree with Eric on his kind of review of Nope. I love the middle of Nope. Beginning and end doesn't do too much for me. Uh, that being said, 
I'm going with what jo- what Joel said. If if they were like, "Hey, we got a new Peel movie coming out. We got a new Coen Brother movie coming out." I am 100% seeing the Peel movie because as much as I didn't like Nope, as much as I wasn't a fan of Us, the things that he tries to do, even if I don't think he accomplishes them as well as you know execute them as well as he should, Nope was still an incredibly enjoyable movie to see in theaters because he was trying new things. I don't think the story landed. I still thought it was a fantastic movie. So for that case. Or a fantastic try of a movie. Like I said, I think I gave it like two stars on Letterboxd. Um, I, I go with Jordan Peele. Yeah. I think the issue with Jordan Peele that he might run into is he's going to fall into that M. Night Shyamalan. His movies have to have, because they always kind of have a specific theme to it. I can see him trying to like force himself to, I don't know. That's my worry about where right. he's going. But yeah. It's Jordan Peele moves ahead. Now, folks. You can do it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this next one. This is a hard one. This is a painful one. Oh, God. Christopher Nolan versus Wes Anderson. Eric, what are your thoughts? This is actually easy for me. Um, I'm probably going to go with Christopher Nolan on this. Um, I think, first off, these they are way completely different directors. So mm-hmm. it's like comparing... You know, it's like comparing it's, Nolan to Anderson. It's it's just yeah. I mean, it's they're completely different in their styles and the movies they make. I think early days of Wes Anderson, I think is his where he flourished and was the best. I think Wes Anderson movies now, it's like he's trying to copy himself. Like when I watch his trailers now, they're very like, oh, I have to be me and I have to do these framings and these specific things. I just don't like the stories he tells. I, Interesting. They're, 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 well, they're, exactly. They're just... The, Are his you movies, telling me hold that on, they... Hold on. His movies now, I think in the last maybe like five or eight years, they seem very artificial. They seem very staged and seem like... That's all of his movies are. That's all of his movies, but if you watch some of his early stuff, there's parts of those movies that feel like they can be in the real world. Now his movies, like when I watched the, the trailer for the new one, it's like, what the fuck is this? Oh. This looks this looks fabricated. This look this doesn't these people don't feel these people don't feel real. That's my issue. And I'm gonna go with Christopher Nolan because Christopher Nolan like fuck gives the Dark Knight Inception like I literally got chills in the Oppenheimer I, trailer that just got released in front of Gardens of the Galaxy. I was like, holy shit. I I'm going with Christopher Nolan. That's my say. Wes Anderson. I don't think I've actually paid to see a Wes Anderson movie I, in theaters. I love Wes Anderson. I will watch anything that he puts in the theaters. I am incredibly excited when I see a new Wes Anderson trailer. I can't wait for Asteroid City. Oh, my God. That trailer. I watched that trailer like at least (laughs) five times in a row when it came out because, oh, man, I love Wes Anderson's writing style. I love the stories that he makes. I love the acting performances that he gets from his actors. But obviously, we know where I'm going (laughs) on this one, Uh, you know. Wes Anderson would probably be in my top five, uh, maybe top ten, uh, but no one, obviously. <laughs> this is a battle of two of my three top uh, top three directors. Uh, yeah. And Bay's already out, yes. so. Yes. Wes Anderson is one of my top he three directors. He loves Wes movie. Um, 
I think I completely disagree with your thoughts on Asteroid City. I think Asteroid City is going to be his best film since Grand Budapest. I don't know if it'll be. I'm going to call this right now. It's going to get horrible reviews. But who cares? It's going about that? to be. I mean, I don't care. It's going to be like the one that just came out. French Dispatch. No, not. It's not his movie. Uh, the fucking Oscar one with Margot Robbie. Babylon. Oh, Babylon. Babylon. Where I was like, Babylon's going to win everything. I'm, uh, I'm calling it right now. I think it's going to get bad Babylon reviews. No, according, I, according to you. Babylon was amazing. It was the best movie last then year. Then why didn't Nobody anyone at the Acad- <laughs> one in the Academy thought that? I don't because they're all old people. Nobody yeah. saw the movie. <laughs> um, no, I, I I really do. I love Wes Anderson. Oh. Um, I saw it, but like like you guys have both it, made the it point. Wasn't terrible. Again, I, I like parts. It, this is my my number two. Battling my number three, and the number two is Christopher Nolan. So um, it's it, it's. In a lot of other matchups, Wes Anderson would have a fight, but unfortunately, in this situation, I just there's not really a fight. Maybe for, maybe some people there is. Maybe for some people there is, especially if people's uh, knowledge of Christopher Nolan is Tenet. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, you could uh, you could argue that both of these directors maybe made like maybe their worst movies recently. One thing I want to point out, and I don't want to... And, take, and French Dispatch is not great. Again, keep this in mind that Wes Anderson is like my third favorite director. So th- this might sound like I'm like dogging on him, but I'm not. But kind of going to a point that you made, Eric, where you're like, well, everyone in his films kind of feels the same. It's true. Like all of his movies feel like a Wes Anderson movie. Like that's one of the big things about him. Um, and all the stories, albeit unique, they are... It does kind of all feel kind of like... It can all exist like in the same universe. And I think that was a huge step for Nolan when he did Dunkirk was sort of stepping out of this, like I'm this big, you know, sci-fi guy, obviously dark Knight's not sci-fi, but it pushes more towards that realm. But he came out and said, look, I'm going to make a historical based film and it's still going to be absolutely bonkers and amazing. And that's why I'm stoked on Oppenheimer's because I love what he did with Dunkirk. Um, and so knowing that he's going to kind of continue this route of like, I'm not just going to keep making these mind bending sci-fi movies. Like I'm going to give you guys real stories, but I'm telling you in the Christopher Nolan way. So I'm, I'm stoked. I think Oppenheimer is going to win him best director. and It's going to win best picture. I think Oppenheimer is the best chance he's ever had at best picture. Well, Dunkirk was close, but obviously, yeah, well, those type of movies just don't have a chance, and Oppenheimer is the type of movie that has a chance. I think if The Dark Knight came out today, it would have a chance. I think Christopher Nolan is moving on to the next round. Yeah. So, um, and I love Wes. Sometimes I don't get what he's doing, but I respect the craft that he does because I think out of everybody, cool dude. I think of everybody on this list, weird he dude. knows who he's he cool is dude. when he goes into his movies, and I, I totally respect that. And I like a lot of them, but not all of them. So, so. Uh, I got the next one. You could just all right. I yeah. guess I got fired. Yeah, you got fired. <laughs> all right. Give me the mic. So the next one is Ryan Coogler versus Greta Gerwig. Uh, these are two um, pretty. They're new directors. Very new directors. I mean, I guess I'm gonna have to go with Ryan Coogler if I'm going down the path of like movies I want to see. <clears throat> I'll be honest with you. I think the only Greta Gerwig movie I've seen was uh, Lady Bird, and I am not a sixteen-year-old girl, so I feel like wow. I feel like I didn't like that movie because it's not directed towards me. Um, <clears throat> and I think that's the only movie I've seen of hers. So I'm gonna go with Ryan Coogler because Creed's great, and 
and yeah. I so wish that this discussion came out after Barbie released because I think, unfortunately for Greta, she's just like one short of Coogler. I think Coogler with Fruitvale, Black Panther, and Creed outdoes Greta with Lady Bird and Little Women. If Barbie was in this conversation and it was as good as we are hoping it is, this is like a bloodbath battle between these two. But unfortunately, unfortunately, as much as I think Barbie's going to be awesome and potentially win that weekend, maybe who knows? I can't. I can't go against Ryan on this one. I just can't. Yeah. So <clears throat> Ryan Coogler versus Greta Gerwig. Two. I mean, we were we were talking about the future of Hollywood. This is the, these two are top of the list. Yeah, and I mean, and I can't wait for every whenever I see a, a name. Uh, you know, if I see Ker, uh, Gerwig or Coogler, I, I'm going to go see those movies. Yeah. Um, here's my thing. Um, right now, Coogler is stuck in the MCU. Yeah, I agree. And um, he needs to get out. Of he needs to get out and create his own stories. That is the biggest issue with Coogler. But you say that like he didn't direct his own movies before he did Black Panther, and just well, because I, his I, last no. two, he should. Yeah, he's no. just saying now. No. Ryan Ryan heavily winced when when Cameron said that. I just I I, uh, I understand it, what it, you're saying, but I think I, I, I Creed right, right now yes, and Fruitvale Station. I'm not going to are dip, so yeah, good. Yeah, they're fantastic. And he and he has his own and like the and again and I, and I, this is getting into the issues with MCU, but they don't really allow directors to do their style. And I love Creed is such a good movie. Fruitvale Station I'm is gonna, such a good movie. He has such a naturalistic yeah. way of using the camera. I, I love it. The Black Panther movies, I think, are not that. I think the first one's better than the second one, but I do think that the style of Coogler does not bleed through those movies as much as it does in like Creed or Fruitville Station. And I think what he's saying is like right now, currently I think Coogler just needs to, yeah, step back well, and, and I, I agree with that. And I had said, I think if the tragic elements behind the second black Panther hadn't happened, I don't oh. think he would, I don't think he would have directed that one. It's like he did with Creed. He made, he set the tone and he moved on. I think that's what he would have done here, but because of the outstanding circumstances, I think he made that one. And it, it's it's his movie. It's it's the movie where the least amount of his personality shines in the film, unfortunately. And that's the most recent thing we have to work with with him. But uh, what's so, your what's your vote, Cameron? Um, what's your vote? I so um, Lady Bird and Little Women are two absolutely wonderful, fantastic movies. Lady Bird is a five star movie. Little Women's four and a half star movie. Um, so I'm gonna go with Greta on this one. Man, this is Lady Bird, why really? this have to get put into my court? Because uh, you knew where the two of us were going to go on this. Well, what, what makes this the worst situation is I've only seen one of her films, and I've only seen two of his. I've seen the two Black Panther movies. Well, that should answer. You go with the two. I've kidding. seen the two Black Panther movies, <laughs> and I've seen but Little likes, Women. But he likes Little Women more than those other I haven't seen Little Women, so I, I was going to say between, like, it's hard for me because I know everyone, like, lauds Creed for how good it is, and I, I trust that it is that good. It's it, I wanted to see when it came out, and I never did, and it's just one of those movies that I've just never gotten to. Yeah. But that said, like, I loved Little Women. I think that movie was so well done. And if I'm comparing my thoughts on Little Women versus my thoughts on both Black Panther movies, I thought the first oh, Black Panther was really good. Yeah, it's but all right. 
I don't think it's quite what think, everyone made it out I think to be. People, I think when that movie came out, critics and people were afraid to actually critique it. And I think they watched it and they, it's a good movie, but I think they were like, we can't really be negative on this movie. So we're just going to say it's amazing. That That's my opinion on the Black Panther movie. But Ryan is Ryan. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, Ryan let's put a pin in this conversation because uh, we, you know, we got to keep moving. Uh, but I think we all just hope that Barbie is really good. Cameron said, let's put a pin in this conversation. Joel, you don't get to give us your answer. Joel, Joel. I did not answer. Joel, what no. is your answer? Cameron's like, Cameron's like, I don't want to talk about what Eric's talking about, so let's move on. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick Greta Gerwig here. I think I think, as well-crafted as Sorry, Little Women man. was, I have to pick it over what my experience is with Ryan Coogler. Yeah, but I thought that movie didn't wasn't that good. I thought... But again, but again, thought, that's not, I I mean, that's not really what we're voting for. I'm not voting... Uh, why are we... Yeah. We, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta bring in everything. You can't just bring in what we like. Well, that's the point of the bracket. Oh, that's <laughs> stupid. We gotta talk about critics and mass audience and... Um, and this I, next one... I thought they didn't. It was nominated for Best Picture. But I thought, I thought everyone says the original Little Women was way oh, better let, than let those. Let Ryan recent. say something because he, he's losing his Marvel directors. Most studio execs love Little Women too. Okay. Anyway, this next one is super easy for me. I'm not even gonna, Eric. I want to hear your thoughts, but I'm just gonna say my vote right up front. Okay. Um, this next one is Martin McDonough and Damien Chazelle. Uh, Damien Chazelle. That's I'm I'm done. Little oh. Women has a 91 on Metacritic, and the original has an 87. Oh, are we doing Damien Chazelle? Um, go for it. Oh, Damien Giselle completely. Um, Mark McDowell, he did like... Uh, what's his name? What's McDonough. His name? McDonough. McDonough. Sorry. Sorry. And I'm not first name basis with these people. You said Christopher earlier. Christopher. Well, I am with Christopher. We we have lunch every once in a while. Um, Were you me? He did uh, He did that recent He did that recent movie, right? The... Uh, Banshees of Inner Oh, God. That movie sucked. God, I I I was contemplating on where cinema was going after watching that. <laughs> everyone, because everyone that seen that movie was like, "This movie is amazing." And I watched it and I said, "What the fuck is going on um, with this?" With this is just I did not like the story. But yeah, I'm D- Damien. I mean, Whiplash is just oh, and then La La Land. I didn't want it to end at all when I went and saw it. So Damien's my my pick. Um, Martin McDonough, great director. Love Three Billboards. Love Three Billboards. Three Billboards is good. So good. Uh, no, I like the ending. Um, I, I, I do Banshees. I thought was good. Um, you know, it was probably my least favorite of the best picture nominees last year. Uh, I do really like Martin McDonough's writing style. Uh, you know, essentially creating plays that are cinematic. Um, but I mean, come on, it's Damien Chazelle. Uh, he has not missed. He has not missed Whiplash. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Go ahead. Actually, go ahead. I'm going to go in. Nobody saw Babylon. Babylon is a terrible movie. That movie made like four dollars. It's you, opening you, weekend. You said it's a terrible movie. You haven't seen it. It's a. I don't need to see it. Oh the God. writing's Shut on the, the wall, my up. friend. Critics. Nobody. You, nobody saw it. What? Why don't you let? Why don't you make your own decisions? Why do you? Because I don't. I yeah. didn't want. I'm gonna say yeah. this right now. <laughs> I was with. I don't know if I was with one of you, but I said months before that movie came out that it's going to get horrible reviews. And it's not going to even sniff the Oscars, and that's what happened. But I don't know if it was with you all. Did I say that to you, Ryan? Yes. Um, really quick, I just want to say, this entire time, Ryan's just been aggressively shaking his head at any positive comments towards Damien Chazelle. Damien Chazelle is the correct answer. 
I, I know, but what, what's answer. your problem here? I'm just, I'm just projecting for what's going to happen in the future rounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no, Damon Chazelle's the correct answer. Martin Mc... No, no, Kuga got eliminated because, oh, right, right, right. because some people don't see good movies. Okay. Sorry, sorry, I don't have every waking moment of my life to spend in the movie theater no, like you two. Sorry you don't like Little Women, jeez. I liked Little Women. That movie's great. I was waxing poetic about how great Greta, Greta Gerwig is and hoping that Barbie is the better movie that weekend. So, I'm just, it's just, it's a tough loss, but that one's not going to upset me as much as another one coming up here shortly. All right. Uh, Tim Burton and Alfonso Cuaron. Let's, let's hear Eric's thoughts here. Oh, man. Um, well, you're, I mean, Tim Burton's in the Spielberg reign of like, he's made just a lot of movies and he's made a lot of movies people really like. He has a specific style. Alfonso hasn't made much. I mean, yes, Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, um, Children of Men is, that movie is so fucking good. Um, gravity, eh, I'm not a big gravity fan. Saw it in theaters is all right. I want to go with Tim Burton on this one just because he's just, there's just more there and there's more like if I had a pick between, if you just told me this movie was directed by Tim Burton and this movie was directed by Kron, I think I'm going to go with Tim Burton, but I'm not a massive number of them. My favorite Tim Burton movie is Big Fish. That is, I think that's his best movie. Um, but I want to burden on this one, Brian. Um, yeah, uh, Burton is an interesting cat, man. Like, he makes a lot of weird shit. Yeah, he makes a lot of stuff that's not. Um, good. he makes a uh, Burton, but that's just a lot of shots on goal, right? Like, yeah, like it's, he, it's hard. It's just hard to judge these two because Karan has not made as much. You know, Burton's probably got twenty some movies under his belt, and Karan's got like what four or five. Uh, you guys, well, if correct, you're, if correct, you're me from, US. correct me if I'm wrong. Like Burton was what, like third highest in terms of total films on this, behind uh, Eastwood and Spielberg. Is that seems right? Uh, I don't remember. Seems right based on who's left in this tournament, but it doesn't matter. Um, in terms of quality, I think Quaron makes maybe better films now, but we have to respect the legacy of Burton and it's a strong one. So I think, I think I'm going to lean Tim Burton on this one. Yeah, this one is hard um, because I do really like Alfonso Cuaron's directing. Um, he, he's phenomenal. He, he, again, one of the best out there right now. Um, but thinking more long-term and I got the, like at the end of the day, like who would I'd rather watch a movie from? I'm probably going to lean Tim Burton. And this was hard because going into this, I actually was thinking I was going to pick Coron. Um, but the more I think about it, I, I think I do fall more towards Tim Burton in this situation. Again, Alfonso Coron, better director for sure. Um, but I think in this scenario, I do go with Tim Burton. So obviously, I lost because I would go with Alfonso Coron. He's a great director. Tim Burton's cool, but you know Tim Burton hasn't made anything good in a very long time. So, um, I'm I'm with you, Cameron, in a certain extent. I'm not a massive Tim Burton fan, so like I feel like, um, I feel like it really comes down to like what what movie, 
Like if you gave me the synopsis of the movie, yeah, I, I feel like Kron might, I might he might win me over because I don't think Tim Burton's that. Yeah, Tim Burton hasn't made anything good since. Um, okay, we Halloween we don't need, we don't need to spend we Frank are, and Weenie. Yeah, <laughs> we, you could you could shit on Tim Burton in the next round. We need to we need to move on. All right, so the next one here, Yorgos Lanthimos and Steven Spielberg. Hey, let's Eric, let's all ahead. make this quick. I have a lot to say about Steven Spielberg. I'm just kidding. Uh, what is what is it? He's against who? <laughs> Yorgos Lanthimos. Who? <laughs> Who? Who? No, seriously. <laughs> you don't. You don't know who Yorgos Lanthimos is. It's say say movie title. The favorite. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, Spielberg's my number one. Spielberg is the reason why. I mean, I saw Jurassic Park when I was like three years old and was obsessed with it. So, it's Spielberg all the way. No ifs ands or buts. I think he's the best director. Um. Period. So far, I think. Um, I think lately he's he's struggled. I think, but late seventies, eighties, and pretty much throughout the nineties, it's Spielberg all the way. Um, do we? What do we even need to say? So, obviously, Ryan and Joel are going to pick Steven Spielberg. Uh, I'm going to just Gorgos Lanthimos. That's uh, that's ridiculous. Um, well, I'm sorry, I mean, that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. The question was, if a movie was coming out, and whose would we rather see? Oh, do I want to see the BFG, or do I want to see the next Yorgos you film? one Spielberg okay, movie. Okay, that's such a BS argument, and that's I know bullshit. you know that. Um, look, I'm not going to argue with you and say that it's dumb that you're picking Yorgos. It's I, not I, dumb, it's just... I, it, I, again, going with what our bracket is supposed to be, if that's your choice, that's your choice. I think you're doing but it just to be... But for you to go, if I'm going to go see um, The Witch or The Lobster, or if I'm going to go see... Um, or if I'm going to go see BFG, like, what the hell, man? I saw okay, the BFG... The BFG... <laughs> the BFG uh, comment was obviously just a joke. I, Steven Spielberg is amazing. Duh. Um, I love Yorgos. Say duh, like you didn't just start this whole thing. Just oh now. my god, I have gone. I have talked about Steven Sp- how much I like Steven Spielberg on this like, podcast before. Um, no, I was just listening yeah. to that one. Uh, Yorgos is lo- losing this round, so I ju- <laughs> just say what so would you, just to- say something positive about Yorgos, and we'll move on. Yorgos, we talk about movies that feel like a specific director. When you watch a Yorgos movie, his style is all over. When I watch one of his film. movies, I want to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, because we turn into a lobster. This Ugh. is the remember when this guy said, "Well, look at the critic scores; they matter so much." Yorgos Lanthimos movies get really good critic reviews, Eric. Yeah, of course. Now he says, "Oh, who cares?" No, but my argument was we need to take in everything, not only critics, but general public our opinions it was everything costco members (laughs) um dude spielberg is the goat steven spielberg's moving on um this one i'm really curious about so eric we're gonna obviously again start off with you this is pete doctor versus clint eastwood so very similar directors so absolutely so we got into a big argument when i did my break with my friends pete okay I'm, my vote's Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood has made and directed more movies. Pete Doctor has not directed many movies. So if we're viewing it as director, you go on his IMDb because we did this with my, when I did the bracket and submitted the bracket with my film friends. 
when you just pull out what he's directed compared to what Clint Eastwood was directed, Clint Eastwood should win, in my opinion. Pete Doctor has his fingers all over a lot of Disney, Pixar stuff. But if you're looking at what he's directed, Clint Eastwood, in my opinion, wins um, over over him. I mean, Clint Eastwood, it's Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood recently? I mean, don't get me wrong. Should he still be directing movies? I don't think so. He's he's old so but unforgiven flags of our fathers um million dollar baby oh great movie so i don't know i'm just going clean this one on this one p doctor and clint eastwood are very very different directors yeah uh both of them fantastic in their own right who would i rather watch a movie from p doctor it's such a bullshit way to go about this bracket. I, I'm arguing your bracket rules because but, this uh, makes no fucking but, sense. But no, again, see. Because you're we, not. You're, and we tried to make this very clear at the beginning that it's, uh, it's, it's, it's about our favorite. We are deciding the show's favorite director, not who is the best. Because that would be almost. The problem one with that is. Who who are we? Yeah, but then you also just going off your opinions. Like like you need to calculate Wait, is this you need, a, you need to Is this a is this a podcast about opinions? No, I understand that. We're, but we're like giving our opinion? But <gasps> like his reasoning in my it just it's bullshit. Because it's like I'd rather watch a Pete Doctor movie. Well yeah, you can say that if Clint Eastwood movies are depressing, sure. But have you seen a Yorgos Lanthimos movie? Yeah, movies are I saw depressing as the hell. lobster, so and like, I wanted to fucking okay, shoot but, someone. <laughs> I wanted but, to shoot lobsters. Okay, I love the I love Pete Doctor's films. Uh, Clint Eastwood has great films too. I, this is, yeah, but, but we're again, not, we're not judging everything in a whole. And I'm just gonna have I, a mic around. So okay, maybe this will give you. Maybe this is a better argument into into what you're thinking here. Clint Eastwood is a legend. He he's made some of the greatest films you're going to find them in lists okay you say you know unforgiven uh outlaw josie wales if you're going all the way back to like these spaghetti western type films uh million dollar baby i liked american sniper that's not everyone's cup of tea uh, but grand torino dude the list goes on and on and on even okay? even within the last 20 years he's made some yeah great oh 100 percent. pete doctor has made three of directed three of Pixar's best, like if you ask a lot of people, his three are going to land in the top five. What is th- just just refresh me because I think I know what his three Soul, are: Soul, Inside Out, and Up. You've hit, I, you've I, hit on one of those. I up. think a lot of people. No, I, I actually I think a lot of people would put Up outside of the other two. I think people are going to put Inside Out and nobody uh, talks and about Inside Out anymore. Or Soul. Oh, that's it. Inside Out is a movie that came out and it was it was well received, but nobody fucking there talks about that movie. There is no way you just there nobody nobody cares about soul. those characters. No, you they're not monetizing those characters. You're oh yeah, you're, because yeah, Monsters uh, Inc. Yeah. Like come on, okay. Well, he Eric, didn't say he okay, didn't say yeah, Monsters but, Inc. I, but I was specifically saying like, and, and I love Monsters Inc. But I don't think I would like, put Monsters Inc. over Inside Out and Soul. Oh no, I would not. Do Absolutely, that. I, maybe Soul. Who talks about Soul? One hundred percent Inside Who Out. The fuck is but going no, around no, but, talking about Pixar? But see, now this is soul. where we're going more into what you were what you're arguing about our bracket is. This isn't even opinion based. Uh, I think Soul is a better crafted film than Monsters Inc. is, and I love Monsters oh, Inc. No, no, I do. Anyway, no, anyway, back to my Joel, point. Back no. to my point here. He has directed three of Pixar's best, and Pixar 
is just hit after hit after hit after hit. It's not though. Recently, Pixar, in my opinion, last past ten years, Pixar has struggled. And Inside Out, nice, very professional. Inside Out and like Soul, like I I enjoyed Soul. Did I had a massive argument go, on Christmas because of Soul. With my roommates, did you not go? Because they didn't like it, huh? Did you not go see Coco? Oh, I loved Coco. I didn't see Coco. He didn't direct that though. I'm not saying he directed that, but you just said Pixar had been like fizzling out in the last ten years. One movie out of the Dude, ten. How can you not made. tell me that Inside Out is not just a phenomenal one of their best? I don't think it is. I've seen it once. I saw it once in theaters and left the theater and I was like, okay, I don't need to watch it ever again. All right, I'm well, just saying Pixar, uh, this is a whole nother conversation in regards to where Pixar has gone because they no longer work on one movie specifically for five years. No, I, agree. I, I can them. agree that Pixar is maybe not. But if I'm looking at all of his movies up and Monsters Inc are way levels on on like if we're going to remember Pixar and the movies, those movies are going to, nobody I, talks uh, but, about but, Inside okay, Out. And, and let me, and I don't want to drag this on too long. And I think that's because of when they came out, because that was when Pixar was still kind of establishing themselves as Pixar. And well, they were, issues. and nowadays I, they're getting a little bit more, they're, they're allowing for a little more space in, in terms of creativity for the directors and the filmmakers with the Pixar films. They're allowing them to kind of get a little bit more, like be a little more heavy. And not to say the original Pixar films weren't, had, didn't have adult themes because that was one of the things people loved about it is that they were both good for kids and the family but I think modern Pixar films are allowing themselves to almost be more adult films there, there are adult films that kids can watch if that makes sense not adult films but you know what I mean like like films with, with adult themes that kids can watch if that makes sense um, I'm, I'm picking Pete Doctor so um, I mean Pete Doctor I, I will go I will, I will just say that Pete Docter, I think, is the quintessential director at Pixar. I think he is the most important figure to come through there he's outside great. of Lasseter. Um, Eastwood... But the nice thing about Doctor is he doesn't touch people. Eastwood has made so many so many fantastic <laughs> films. I do think that, like, it's it's just a tough matchup, unfortunately. Like, if... <laughs> If you if you would put Clint against any other like animation specific director, I think he beats them. But Doctor, I I think all four of his movies are fantastic. I really do, and I I it sucks for Eastwood because he's a famed fantastic director, but the his last couple of movies just aren't great, unfortunately. I mean, it's animation versus real filmmaking, so I mean, it's very different. So. Real, right. you know, you know what I mean, like real filmmaking. I mean, like yeah, humans and animation. Animation. Um, no, uh, it's, with it's that, fine. we're on the next one. It's fine. And it is Danny Boyle versus the Daniels. The Battle of Dance. The Battle of Dan. We call this one the Last Dance. Is this the last one? No, it's a. Yeah. We've got a couple. We we could literally three. This one should be. Uh, this one. I don't even care about either of these two. We could just eliminate them completely, both from the bracket, because because <laughs> for. I mean, I would probably Wrong. go Danny Boyle on that, but the Daniels have not made enough movies, in my opinion. Like, um, I did like. Um, fuck, what's the Daniel Radcliffe movie? Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man. That movie was hilarious, and then they directed that, and then they the recent one. Um, Everything, everyone, all at once. once. Calm down, Cameron. <laughs> um, I liked everything at all once. I've defended it a lot in arguments. My my friends. You defended the best picture um, winner. Yeah, I think that movie's way too long. 
I think that movie can be an hour and a half and be perfect. That movie stretches on way too long. Huh. I'm Danny Boyle. I think Danny Boyle, I think, has... The Daniels haven't made enough for me to, like, pick them over Danny Boyle. I'm not a big Danny Boyle fan, but I don't know. This one, I don't really give a shit about. So... Yeah, two directors that I don't really... Danny Boyle, good director. I love Steve Jobs. That was that the one that he did. Yeah, that was the Fastbender one. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I, I twenty days later, I couldn't remember because there was Jobs and Steve Jobs. He yeah, did he Steve did not. Jobs, he did right. not direct the Ashton Kutcher. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love twenty seven hours. I love Steve Jobs. Babylon. You're gonna say Daniels. <laughs> Just get to the point. Yeah, the Daniels. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, two movies. That's. I, I, I think, Eric, did you hear at the beginning when we said, know, this is I what... I know, <laughs> but it's like, if you eat at a restaurant 400 times and 399 of those times, it's really good, and you go to a restaurant and you eat only two meals and it's good, what fucking restaurant are you going to choose to go to next again? You're going to pick the restaurant that you've... There's more movies you might enjoy, but obviously you're probably saying you don't like Danny Boyle actually, to begin with. Actually, so. that was a bad analogy because... No, because because if I go to a restaurant 500 times and I love it every time, and then I go to a restaurant twice and I love it both of those times, I'm like, oh well, I've been to that other one a lot, and I know I also like. No, this one. but if you're gonna, like, if then someone comes and says, which right, like what meal? Do you, like I've been in and out like God knows how many times, right? No, and then stop. when Canes came out, it was like, oh, I don't get to have this all the time, here, bro. Like if 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 you ate at that restaurant twice and it was good, and there were other restaurants you ate. And it was good every single time. You've ate there 500 times. And someone said, you need to pick between these restaurants. And if you think you're going to get a good meal again next, you're going to go with the one you've gone to 500 fucking times. I'm going to go to the one I'm most excited about. And that's the one I've only been to twice. Um, this one's kind of hard for me, actually, because of both of your guys' arguments. Um, but... But... <laughs> that's disrespectful Eric, to yeah, both Eric's about to throw. Eric's about to throw the table. Both of these directors Yes. Yeah. This is hard because I, I do take Eric's point into consideration. I do this with all with everything here. Is like it does suck when you have a director who, or in this case, a, a director duo who is like, oh, well, they only have two films, right? Um, that said, I do enjoy a decent bit of Danny Boyle's work. I haven't seen all of his films, um, but I do enjoy what I've seen. And I think in this scenario, I am gonna pick Danny Boyle, whether whether or not he's gonna win. I, we'll, we'll see where Ryan goes in this direction. Um, Everything Everywhere All At Once, phenomenal film and one of the best films of the last 10 years. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with Danny Boyle. Yeah. Um, I disagree with Eric that these directors don't matter. I think that's the wrong take. I think the Dan- I think, I think the Daniels are, um, as, a te- as a team, they're a fantastic directing duo. I literally cannot wait to see what they're going to do next because I'm captivated by what they did with their last film. Oh, yeah. Uh, but um, I think for the sake of this tournament, um, I personally like a lot of Danny Boyle's movies. I thought Yesterday was a slept-on hit. Yeah. Like I really thought that movie was good. Um, Slumdog, see, Slumdog is fantastic. was not too great yesterday. Slumdog is Slumdog is is a best picture. Eric is trying to go to Bob. Slumdog is the best picture winner that I feel like no one talks about anymore. But in the moment, people oh, forget like how huge, huge that movie was. Yeah, but like no one talks about it anymore. I think Danny Boyle is like one of these directors that people just kind of forget about, and then he puts yeah. a movie or like, oh yeah, Danny Boyle. And so I'm gonna go with Danny Boyle on this one because I think it's I think it's tough, but I think he deserves more credit than he gets in the industry. But you know what, the Daniels won, so. 
the one recently. So I'm going to close out these next two because they're going to make me upset. So let's just uh, let's just do them. Um, the next one is the Russo brothers versus Matt Reeves. Oh, well, the Matt Reeves. Fuck the Russo Absolute, Absolutely Matt Reeves. Uh, I just like his style more, the type of movies he's made. Um, Cloverfield, um, the Planet of the Apes movies, the, the newer ones. Like, it's Matt Reeves. Um, the Russo Brothers. I was. It's very interesting. I started watching their newer show on Amazon, The Citadel. And I think they peaked at Avengers Endgame Infinity War. I think a lot of stuff they've touched since. And I don't know if they're just doing too much at once. Because they have their hands. And I think they're doing more producing than like directing. So maybe that's it. But I don't know. It's Matt Reeves, in my opinion. So uh, the Russo bros feel like they're actively trying to destroy the film industry. Every, every conversation they've had recently has been about how much they hate the film industry, essentially. Uh, their use of talking about, oh, AI is amazing. Oh, and like, you work for a guy that thinks AI is amazing. I thought we weren't talking about work. (laughs) Sorry, Eric. I apologize. Um, and very upset. I apologize. So, (laughs) so I just think it's so strange that the Russo brothers were doing some, can you just just we're doing, do it. Just don't. This is not a part of the. They didn't direct the discussion of AI. This is not a part of the discussion. I, they didn't I, direct anything about AI. You're just talking about them negatively as I, people. Can I? Can I? Can just I make your fucking what? point about the directors. We know you're gonna pick Matt Reeves. Just say good things about Matt Reeves or say bad things about the Russos movies. Don't be like, oh well, they like AI, so they suck. Like that's not a part of this discussion. I, I was I was done talking about AI. I was saying that the Russo brothers, I really like what they did with Community, and then they they've done a lot. And they of went great to Marvel, work. and they don't get and to then, do what they want to do anymore. And then they don't they get went, to make more movies like You, Me, and Dupree. And then like, they went to Infinity War and made the best Marvel movie to exist. And then ever since then, I don't know what they've been doing because their stuff has not been good. Which they also directed. I know Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was saying things that Ryan made a preconceived idea that I was going to say, and I I didn't say those same things. Cameron's voting Matt Reeves. Joel, what is your, and what is your, what is your choice? No, no, I'm I'm not telling you not to say things about Matt Reeves. I think you should say things about Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves made the best trilogy of the modern era. With uh, the Planet of the Apes. Well, granted, he didn't make the first one. He didn't do the first one, but the second and third one, you know. Um, I wasn't a fan of the Batman. I was not a fan of that movie. Uh, but, <laughs> I don't understand how your brain works, my friend. <laughs> but, um, what do you like? I love the planet. So I'm going with that. What do you look for in movies? I have explained it. Literally, I've talked about so many movies that I like. I say I like Babylon, and Eric goes, no one saw it. Yeah, nobody did. And, and you're sucks. saying, but you're saying you haven't seen it. I don't need to see it. I don't. There's certain what things you, you don't need to see. I've never seen a great white shark in person. They fucking exist. <laughs> it seems like right, you're Joel, arguing you for Babylon. We're going to keep this moving. Uh, I'm getting hungry. Uh, yeah, me too. I've been hungry. 
Okay, Cameron, don't act like you're the only person who hasn't eaten since lunch. You also didn't drive two and a half hours to get here. Um, That's accurate. It's about eight minute drive. The Russo brothers. Just put the bullet in my fucking head, man. Just do it. Okay, Ryan, you keep doing that? I'm sorry. I'm picking the Russo brothers. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see. So let me talk. I'm sorry. I really enjoyed the Batman. I really enjoyed the Batman, okay? The Planet of the Apes movies, I saw the second one. I didn't see... Well, what's the last one? Is it the last one, Rise? War. The, War. They, the way they titled them is kind of out of order, but they still work as yeah. movies. Rise, yeah. yeah. So, great. Never saw Cloverfield. It's good. I not, Cloverfield's let me, good. Let me, let, me, let me put it this way. I never watched all of Cloverfield. I Matt Reeves movies. I've he seen, fucking loves the Batman. I've seen. I, I loved the Batman. I've seen enough of Cloverfield. I guess I should say. I do want to watch that whole movie. Um, I think what the Russo brothers did with their Marvel films was important enough, opposite of what Cameron's saying to the industry. When we got the first Iron Man film, obviously, what, what Favreau did with that it started a whole revolution, right? With what superhero films could be. I think the Russo brothers really helped realize that you could have easily given the Avengers films to the wrong people and they could have been terrible. And I think they took them and made them phenomenal. I think infinity war, it, you know, is way better than Endgame. It's, it's much better. Yeah. Um, but like both of those films, just fantastic. Um, I think Civil War, I was I wanted a little bit more out of it, but it was it was fine. But I again you take I love these characters. As much as I talk crap about Marvel on this show, it's more of the fact that they feel like they have to put out thirty two movies a year and eighteen T V shows. Which is and you're not saying this, but it's not the individual directors. Right. For right. Them, of course. Um but that said, I love these characters. And the fact that they were able to take them and merge all these stories in such a good way. And obviously it's not just them, you know, the Everyone who's writing it, producers behind it, all this stuff. Mark like, Smithfeely, uh, the, the writers do a great a job. A lot of, that of people too, yeah. had to, to come together to make this happen. But again, I think in the wrong hands, those two Avengers films, Infinity War and Endgame, could have either they gone. They could have been Age of Ultron. It, 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 yes, it could have been very tragic. And instead, they were triumphant, especially Infinity War. So I'm going with the Russo brothers. I think Infinity War. I'm disappointed. Ryan upset. No, I, I, I mean, I think the Russo. I mean, like, I agree with everything he's saying, but if we're going off how this bracket is chosen, Matt Reeves makes movies more that I want to actually, and that's fine. And that's, you know. and again, that, I mean, that that's what comes down. And also, the Russo haven't made as much, so once again, it's a whole. You have Winter Winter Soldier is amazing. That's my favorite Marvel movie. When I saw it in theaters, my my brain exploded. Infinity War should have been nominated for uh, Best Picture. Um, so like, there are three Marvel movies, but outside the three Marvel movies. It's the fourth one. Oh, they did do Civil War. I don't care for Civil War. Civil War is great. Um, I love. Civil other than War. other than those movies, they haven't done anything. I, this is. I'd like to jump in here. Obviously, Fair. you, you guys know point. I'm going with Very the Russo point, brothers. Eric. I just I don't want this to be a thing in this bracket. And I'll, I'll keep it quick. I, I'm sorry. I just don't want it to be a thing where we hold the marvelness of a of like the MCU ness of a director against them. I know you're not. I just. 
I, I didn't don't, say that. I didn't do that. I didn't say I. Okay, so I just can't. No, I go ahead and make I your point. But it did point. come off like you were saying that, like one of us did and none of us did. I that. wasn't saying that anyone did. I just don't want the. I just realized be- Sam Raimi wasn't in our uh, bracket. Well, you didn't put him on the list. I know. I just realized he you didn't put on anybody there. on the list. That's not true. <laughs> uh, excuse me. The person, the person I put on the list got voted out this first round. This is what happens when our episodes run over two hours. All right. We have we have brother, one more. Yeah, the Russo brothers moved on. So Ryan, let's, I think let's, let's you will have plenty of time yeah. to talk about the Russo brothers, especially in uh, depending on this ne- this next round. Yeah. Here. Um, so this final matchup of the bracket is James Gunn and Quentin Tarantino. Huh. <laughs> Eric's face goes to his hands. Um. Ah. Oof. No, I don't know. This is tough. I'm going to probably say James Gunn. So I have like two answers. If I'm going on the route of how they're doing this bracket, I'm going James Gunn. I like James Gunn movies more than I like Quentin Tarantino movies. But then if we're looking at like everything from critical exception to like reception to audiences seeing their movies, Quentin Tarantino is probably above James Gunn in that realm. But I want to go with James Gunn. Um, Short and brief. Yeah. Uh, James Gunn, uh, not a fan of the first two Guardians. Still haven't seen the third one. I want to. I just have not had time to because I've heard great things about it. Um, Love the Suicide Squad. Love the Suicide Squad. Very excited for where James Gunn takes the DC universe. I think think we've said that over and over again that uh, if there's someone that's going to do a great job with the DC universe, I think James Gunn is that person. Uh, That being said... Of course, this is Quentin Tarantino. Well, I think the guy's a fucking weirdo. He makes some really good movies. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with Tarantino. Um, I, as the person at this table with a vote that has seen Guardians 3, I will say, and I, I'm biased. I love the Guardians movies. It's it's my, um, I think it's the best trilogy start to finish of the MCU films. I truly believe that. Having said that, um. Tar- I, Cameron's right Tarantino's a weirdo so much so that I don't really care for him that much as a person but he's made so many movies that I truly think just they stand out like they you they're memorable and I think as much as like I'm a big gun supporter I think Tarantino needs to move on say that again yeah. no 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 <laughs> you support guns yeah um, th- I'm, I'll keep this short because we know where I stand and I'm going to get my chance to talk about it more yeah. Uh, I'm Tarantino all the way here. I just want to reiterate what Cameron said. I think we're all very excited with what he's going to do with DC. I think James Gunn is having his moment. Um, and I hope his moment lasts a good bit. So, All right, everybody. Well, that is the end. We got through that nice and easy, nice and calm. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, just want to thank Eric for coming on. And, okay. you know, just, not, why are you not <laughs> complaining about everything that i have to say and say oh that movie sucks i haven't seen it it sucks because everyone said it sucks and then ryan you know, we're gonna allow you like to that. do the outro I don't do that. so you so, want to do the outro so this is this is this is me doing the outro um <laughs> listen everyone that's listening to this um, anyone who's made it this far ryan's been wearing a chicago blackhawks jersey this entire time and it's it's pissed me off so i just needed to say that um but yeah uh I always have fun coming on on here and yelling at Cameron, so...
We love having you on, Eric. We love spending time with you. Eric's a great guy. We're all we're all just having we're all just having fun with this bracket, and we love to twist each other's buttons. So push each other's buttons. We can twist them too, I guess. Some of them. Yeah. Children, um, give Eric a round of applause. Thank him for coming. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, you all were clamoring for this next round of the tournament. You got it, whether you like the answers or not. Uh, stay tuned for all the great things we got coming from I'd Like a Refund, including a couple weeks from now, the next round of the bracket, which will probably go much shorter and also get us mad at each other just as much. Uh, you can find us always anywhere you listen to your podcast, I'd Like a Refund podcast, and on our socials account, any type of social media you have, we're at Refund Pod. You can find us on there. Um, until next time, thank you all so much for joining us. I'm not a